0: To episode 1 of season 2 of From Timber Falls with Love, your little dose of romance in the midst of daily life. I'm your host, Fiona West. I'm an author, wife, mom, and teacher, and I'm here to give you a sneak peek into what's happening in your favorite small town. Welcome to season 2. I took a little hiatus over the summer. And into a bit of the fall as well as I worked out my kids schooling but now I am happy to be back with you today I've gotten chapter one of could be something good the first book in the Timber Falls series this is where it all began and I thought you might want to hear it from the very beginning so please consider this your very own personal audiobook and we'll just read through this book together enjoy CHAPTER ONE A little to the left, Ainsley gestured over with her hand. Sweat dripping down his light skin, Daniel shuffled forward slightly as his dark-haired brother mirrored his movements, stepping backwards. Hmm, is that too far? The petite blonde tapped her fair chin, standing in the middle of her apartment's living room. Can you move it back to the right? "'Take your time, Slick. It's not like this is heavy or anything,' Daniel quipped, grinning, adjusting his hold on the modern gray Ikea couch. "'You're being compensated, aren't you?' Ainsley said, crossing her arms. Daniel shook his head at her. "'Buchanan, these hands are made to treat patients, not move furniture!' He paused when her gaze dropped to the floor. "'Of course, your baked goods more than make up for it.' She sighed and threw up her hands. Okay, good enough. Come get your pay. He made eye contact with his brother Kyle, and they both gently set down their sides in unison. Despite being brothers, they didn't look much alike. Both were about the same height, six foot one, but the resemblance ended there. Kyle took after their father with his dark hair and brown eyes, while Daniel's dirty blonde hair and blue eyes looked more like their mother's. Kyle's hair was short, messy, but he did nothing to fix it. Daniel's longer style was sliding out of the high top knot he'd put it in last night, and he took a moment to fix it before he followed them into the kitchen. Kyle, still wearing the suit he'd worn to the hospital, had already polished off his first brownie. Daniel shook his head in mock astonishment when he caught his brother watching Ainsley bend over to get the milk from the fridge. Kyle's narrowed eyes told him he was not happy to be caught staring, and Daniel chuckled. They both fixed their faces into a placid neutral as she turned back to them. I really appreciate this, you guys, she said as she tipped the milk carton. Did I mention that? I appreciate you. What are best friends for, Daniel asked, bumping her shoulder with his. I'm here for you, and Kyle's here for brownies. His brother lifted one dark eyebrow as he reached for another treat. I'm here for her, too. I just know a good thing when I see it. Ainsley and Daniel both grinned at him. So you're getting a new roommate, huh? She nodded, gesturing to the living room with her glass. Just wanted to move things around in case she has furniture. Is she new in town? I think so. I don't know. Ainsley pulled out a package of chicken thighs and piled red peppers and sweet onions on the counter. "'Didn't you interview her?' Kyle asked, and Daniel heard the discontented edge in his voice. "'Now, now, Grumpy,' Daniel said, grabbing another brownie. "'Ainsley's an adult. She wouldn't cohabitate with anyone who'd harm her, I'm sure. And if she does, we likely won't know until it's too late, anyway.' "'It's Timber Falls,' she said, rolling her eyes. "'What's going to happen? Is she going to drown me in the Santiam River? Bury me in the National Forest, never to be heard from again?' "'A lot could happen,' Kyle insisted. "'Kyle, the only town more boring than this is actually named Boring.' "'What does she do, your roommate?' Daniel asked through a giant bite. "'Does she work in town?' "'She's a doula, I think. Or a midwife, maybe? Can't remember. "'Some kind of caretaking profession,' she turned to Kyle. "'See? Very safe.' "'Or she has access to the medications to kill you in your sleep.' Kyle muttered, but only Daniel heard him. Ainsley was too busy searching her cupboards for a package of corn tortillas. We should probably get going, Daniel said, wiping the crumbs off his hands and shirt, glancing with masked amusement at his brother. He didn't say the rest of what he was thinking. We should probably get going before Kyle starts audibly growling at the idea of someone living with Ainsley who isn't him. Oh, she said, her face falling. I thought you were staying for fajitas. We have to celebrate your new residency thing. Kyle's got important brooding to do, I think. Can't you just stay for dinner, she pleaded. I'm trying out a new recipe, and I need guinea pigs. Please? Kyle met Ainsley's gaze briefly, then looked away. Got any beer? Five fajitas, a Sprite, two more brownies, and a rom-com later, Daniel headed down the stairs of Ainsley's apartment, rubbing his overfull belly with regret. Somehow he'd ended up on the couch in the middle between his rather agitated older brother and his very oblivious best friend. Daniel grinned at him. You want to talk about Ainsley? Kyle's face gave away nothing. Nope. Okay, but I hear that too much pining can give you hives. You're the worst doctor in the world. Just because you're not a resident anymore doesn't mean you know everything, Dr. Durand. Severe emotional stress can be a trigger not distressed. There's nothing to feel distressed about. That's funny, Daniel said, as he unlocked his Volvo and slid inside, because you seemed pretty distressed about her living with an unapproved roommate. It's just a stupid thing to do, he griped. You've got to vet people. Daniel nodded, starting the car. But you know Ainsley, she's better at getting in over her head than all the city kids falling into Detroit Lake every summer. Kyle grunted in what Daniel assumed was agreement. If it'll make you feel better, I'll stop by and meet the roommate next week. Daniel kept all hints of teasing out of his voice. It's not about how I feel. It's about her not letting a serial killer move into her second bedroom. Kyle paused. And get some references from the woman, for God's sake. I feel like Ainsley might take issue with you calling her roommates references. I'm not going to call them. I'm just going to internet stalk them to see what kind of people they are. Kyle. His brother turned to look at him. Just ask her out already. He turned back to the window. She doesn't see me that way. Daniel wasn't so convinced. She never made an effort to hang out with Kyle one-on-one, but she often suggested that Daniel bring him along. As far as he knew, she didn't date because she was, quote, too busy. The busyness was largely of her own making, since she was on almost every committee in town that it was possible to join. If something was cooking around Timber Falls, Ainsley had her spoon in it. Kyle had been secretly pining for her for about eight years now. It was the worst kept secret in the Durand family, and no one could figure out why he never did anything about it. Their oldest brother, Philip, had asked him once and been met with grunting and several days of stony silence, so they'd mostly left him alone about it. Since Kyle had descended into thoughtful silence, Daniel did a little thinking of his own. He loved Ainsley, of course he did, but the idea of dating her was laughable. They were far too alike. And he enjoyed spending time with her, obviously, but he wondered if he wasn't leaning on her friendship a little too heavily for female companionship. He'd gone on lots of casual dates, had some casual hookups, but hadn't had an actual girlfriend in years. There were lots of reasons for this, of course. There was always a reason when you were in medical school. Even his undergrad had been tough academically, though the amount of time he spent biking and reading comic books probably hadn't helped his studies. But he would do something about that, the dating thing, just as soon as he figured out who to ask. He glanced over at Kyle, who was still ignoring him completely. It was too easy to mess with him. If he had feathers, they'd be constantly ruffled where Ainsley was concerned. Well, if you're not going to ask her out, Daniel drawled, Maybe I should, Kyle snorted. Ha. Ha? What ha? She'd never go out with you. Daniel pulled into the driveway of the two-story white farmhouse they shared. How can you be so sure? Go ahead, ask her. They both sat there as he texted. His phone swooshed. Well? Daniel cleared his throat. She replied with a jiff of a baby falling over laughing. Then she asked if I'd been kidnapped, and this was some kind of signal that I needed help. Kyle grinned, then got out of his car, and sauntered inside, whistling. So, that's Daniel. You get to meet him in this book. Kyle and Ainsley's romance is actually the next book. Uh, But I tease you a little bit with it in this one. And we will meet Winnie in the next chapter. Uh, Book six in the Timber Falls series will be out soon in Book Buddies. It is a Christmas book. I am so excited for you to get this Roommates to Lover's Delight. It's got cookie making and tree cutting and gift giving and all the goodness you want in a sweet holiday romance. And it'll be out November 9th. All my beta readers have really enjoyed it so far, and if you pre-order now, it's under a buck, so don't miss out. If you need more Timber Falls in the meantime, you can find the whole series in ebooks on Amazon, in Kindle Unlimited, or in paperback at most independent bookstores. And I would honestly love to hear from you. If you have a question you want answered on the show, send me a voice message on Anchor and I'll try to include it on a future show. That's also where you can donate to support the show. Or if you're like me and don't want to learn how to do one more new technological thing, you can send me an email at fiona at fionawest.net. I'm Fiona West, signing off. Happy reading, book buddies.